BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Welcome to the Millennials Revealed Podcast. I am your host, Jeff Timmons. And I'm your other host, Lauren Conlon. Jeff, thanks for joining me from Montana today. I am in Whitefish, Montana. I've never heard of this place, but I heard it's like a legendary ski place. I'm here for a private event. I'm very excited about it. And I heard you're you're about to embark on a pretty crazy journey. What's where, what yes. are you about to go? Well, right now I'm in New Hampshire, and the service sucks. So I'm sorry if we uh, cut in and out about my parents' house. But we came here to drop my kids off, so Matt and I, my husband, can go to Spain for the week. So I'm so excited! It's Ooh, my first. Nice. Like, or, I should say it's, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, and I honestly like I haven't left uh, my kids since you know obviously 2020 before the pandemic. So I'm a little anxious, but you know I'm excited. I'm excited. You'll be fine. You'll have a blast. That's awesome. Thank you. That's yeah. That's nice. Um. So okay. So our guest this week is Marty York. Okay, he is best known as Yeah Yeah from the Sandlot. So, talk about a throwback. I thought it would be um, very perfect to have him for like the July Fourth episode, just because Sandlot always reminds me of like July Fourth, and you know the big. That is incredible with that. Yes, yes. Okay, so. Okay, I just want to like throw it out there. Marty, he's like very hot, by the way. He's like super attractive. Um, (laughs) Okay, that's number one. Okay, number two. I didn't like look too much into him. I, you know, I read about him. I follow his Instagram and um, I kind of asked him if he got into some trouble towards the end of the interview. And I don't know, I'm kind of embarrassed because I totally missed, like when you Google him, he definitely got arrested for like hitting a girlfriend, but. Um, oh my God. You asked I know, him about but it that was, on the no, podcast? No, yes, I did. I asked him about it, but I didn't mean that specifically. It's so weird, but he was like, um, just like relationship troubles. And then I felt like a jerk. Cause he probably thought that I was like, I don't know. You'll, you'll hear it. You'll hear it. But I feel like bad because I feel like he thinks I was trying to get, catch him on something. And I wasn't, I actually just didn't know. So I know I feel like such a loser, but yeah. Anyway, anyway, he's great. He's lovely. He's wonderful. So 
Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. All okay. right, let's get to the, <laughs> some of the top entertainment news of the week. First, O.J. Simpson took to his Twitter last week and spoke out on behalf of women, advocating that women have the right to do whatever they want with their bodies. Well, his video went viral on TikTok, becoming a gift to the Internet, as many people wondered if some of his victims had the choices uh, to do what they wanted to with their own bodies. Pretty nuts, O.J., uh, with yeah. his, his comments and, and his take on stuff like that. What are your thoughts I mean that. that that to me it it was a gift I was like seriously OJ and I don't know if you follow him on Twitter but I don't follow him no no okay I don't follow him but I will admit I I do go to his Twitter page because he uploads these videos I, I don't know what the hell is wrong with this boy but uh OJ Simpson like seriously the comments if you see on this this video that he made are like really did uh Nicole have a choice with what she you know it's just it's crazy he is just such a crazy boy. I, I just can't get over it. I can't. I, it wait, is nuts. He lives in Vegas, right? He lives in Vegas. And I heard he lives in the same like area that I live in. The same community, believe it or not. Wait, I mean, <laughs> have you seen him getting coffee or anything? Or? No. No, when I'm at home, I don't go out of my house. I stay inside my house. But there's okay. a couple of people up back there that I, w- I know that live back there. I know that I heard that OJ lives back there. Floyd Mayweather lives back there. But I have not oh. seen OJ. There's a golf course, which I'm sure... Uh, if I really went there, I don't golf, but I heard right. you know, OJ golfs. But yes, yeah, I, oh my gosh, I, I, Jeff, I try to all avoid his, OJ Simpson. Yes, so all of his Twitter videos are literally him, like from the golf course, and I'm like, wow, nice life you got there, man. Nice life. Anyway, um, let's not spend too much breath on OJ Simpson, but yeah. uh, Ricky Martin he denies a domestic abuse uh, restraining order case. So this is interesting to me because Ricky Martin has made the news twice in one week. The first thing was like last week about like an old manager that said something that he owed her money. And now, um, it's, it's been said that police have not been able to find Ricky Martin to serve him this, uh, restraining order, but, um, it remains unconfirmed who is behind it, but supposedly Ricky Martin has an ex-boyfriend, um, and he denied their breakups and he's been wandering around this, this guy's house for, uh, a few months now. So I think that's a little creepy, little creepy. How weird is that? I mean, yeah. who, I mean, why would Ricky Martin need to stalk somebody, right? That's pretty, I mean, that's pretty nuts. Yeah, but you but- know, you know, there have been very varied reports on that too. Some some reports said it was a female, like uh, that that had oh. filed it. Yeah, oh, really? I've read that too. Yeah, I've, I've read that the last couple of days too. They're not exactly coming. You know, they they haven't been forthright on on it, whether it's a guy or a girl. But you know, who knows? But nonetheless, Ricky Martin is right. Uh, well, you know, the only reason I say that it's a man, well, obviously, number one, Ricky Martin is gay. I thought, and number two. Right. Yeah, the Associated Press says the petitioner, meaning the person who filed the restraining order, it says they fear he fears for his safety. Oh, he fears. Well, there you yeah, go. but there I mean, I don't know. You're right. Like this is honestly, this is all compiled together from different sources. It's AP, some Puerto Rican uh, news outlet, and I think it's a variety. So yeah, everything is says something different. So you're right. You're totally right. Wow, wow. Le- live in La Vida Loca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Okay. Okay. I hate in you. I hate office, you. <laughs> in box office news. 
Minions, The Rise of the Gru crushes July 4th holiday records with $127 million debut. According to Variety, Minions, The Rise of the Gru collected $108 million over the weekend. Post-July 4th, the animated family film is expected to reach a sizable $127.9 million. And based on those estimates, Minions, Rise of the Gru will smash the records for the highest film opening over independence ever overtaking Paramount's 2011 block, blockbuster Transformers Dark of the Moon 115.9 million wow. over 4 days. That is a that is a haul right there. Yeah, I mean, so I'll just say my kids are obsessed with Minions and Despicable Me. So it's funny, Minions it came out I think in like 2018, so it's been a long time for this movie. It's so it's like Minions 2, but it's supposed to be like the prequel. Um I don't. You probably don't know. I feel like Ari doesn't watch this because she's too mature. Oh, oh my but. god, she, she watches it. She oh, watches she does. It. And oh, my sixteen-year-old okay. son went to see it the other night. Okay, so did they say it was good? Because I haven't seen it yet. My kids are dying to see it. They loved it. And, okay. and you know, look, he's sick. He's sixteen, so of course you think he's going to be too cool for school. No, he went with his friends, and they they absolutely had a blast. Wait, I love that for him. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. I love that. Well, I laugh. Like I think the minions are so funny. I actually think they're. It's yeah, really, really a, a good movie. I think that Despicable Me is good. I love Steve Carell. Don't you? Oh my God, he's the best. Yeah, I mean, he's, he really he's is the best. The Office yes. and Forty Year Old Virgin, and the list goes on and on and on. Yes. Okay. Um, well, moving on to Travis Barker and the Kardashians, because obviously I can't help it. Um, he is recovering in the hospital from a serious bout of pancreatitis, and he's doing much better, thank goodness. But at one point, it appeared to be life-threatening. So Kourtney Kardashian did not leave his side the entire time, despite paparazzi rumors and photos that were apparently dated incorrectly. They were saying that Courtney was out and about running errands while her husband was in the hospital fighting for his life. So Courtney was super pissed about this and took to her Instagram to say, and to the paparazzi who sold pictures of me, quote unquote, out and about while my husband was in the hospital fighting for his life, those photos were actually taken weeks ago. I can't even remember the last time I wore that sweatsuit in the photo. I didn't forget about you. A new level of low, monetizing off of our nightmare. Really savagely uncool when I didn't even lead his, leave his side. Shame on you. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah. The paparazzi, man. Jeez. Capitalizing every chance they can, right? Pretty nuts. Yeah. Not yeah, so, yeah, I don't so, have experience, but I mean, you do, well, but yeah. Well, well, look, I mean, it wasn't nearly as prolific as it, as it is now back in the day when we were right. like at our, our heights. I mean, TMZ was just emerging. So mm. we've all had our experiences with TMZ good and bad, but you know, I'm glad that Travis is okay. Pancreatitis is no joke. Uh, you yeah. know, that's like serious business. And, you know, look, it's, uh, it's, it's good that uh, she was by his side and all that stuff. And I can't imagine any other way. Well, anyway, lastly, anyway, yes, yes. Cameron Diaz is pulling a Tom Brady and coming out of retirement to film a next Netflix film with Jamie Foxx this spring. The two worked together previously in any given Sunday, which is an amazing football movie. So good. And Annie, the, the, the reboot of Annie. So yes, yes. Uh, anyway, can't well, that, that. Big, that was yeah. actually uh, Cameron Diaz's last movie in 2014, Annie. That was her last feature film that she did. I can't believe so. she's been gone that long. It's crazy. Wow. I guess we all care so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I'm a fan. All right. Well, anyway, uh, we'll be right back with our guest for this week, Marty York of the... 
VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. The Sandlot. All right, everybody, here is Lauren's interview with Marty York. Hello, millennials. You guys, I definitely understood the assignment again today because I have another millennial guest that I think you're going to be super psyched about um, just because I am. So um, you kind of have to be. So the Sandlot, I have Yaya, Marty York. Marty, thanks for joining me. What's up, everybody? Okay. So this is so fun because I always think of the Sandlot um, on July 4th, and this is like the July 4th episode. So uh, pretty cool, right? Yeah. Do you not, do you yeah, not think of the Sandlot on July 4th or no? Yeah, I mean, uh, it plays all over the United States on July 4th. It plays at a lot of big MLB stadiums and little, you know, AAA yeah. stadiums. And yeah, uh, you know. Do you guys do anything for oh, it? No. Like the cast or anything? Um, you know, for the 25th anniversary in 2018, we did, mm-hmm. we, uh, we traveled to all the baseball, almost all the, we did about, I would say about 20 of the base uh, of uh, all the fields in the United States of all the MLB fields. Okay. So we, uh, we, I can't remember what field we did in the 4th of July. I think it was, uh, we did the MLB all-star game. Oh, that's so fun. Fourth, but yeah, but like basically they would play the sandlot after the game and on the big jumbotron in the field and me and yeah. the guys would go down and sign autographs for people and it was pretty cool. Wait, so if you, this is just super random. When you go to bars and stuff, do you like, I mean, I don't know if I would recognize you right away if I'm just like hanging out with my girls and drinking and whatever. But like, if you were to tell me that, like, oh yeah, I'd be like, cool, let's go home. No, just kidding. But like, really, that's like so, like, is it so funny to tell people that sometimes? Like, oh, if I look familiar, it's because of this. Yeah, I mean, I get it at weird places. Like I was going through an in and out drive through and, uh, you know, in and out the burger joint. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, so yeah, I was going through the drive through and that girl at the window goes, I know you. And I go, do we go to school together? How do we know each other? Yeah. She's like, uh, she's like, no, you're, 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 yeah, yeah. I go, yeah. That's she amazing. Goes, literally like called everybody that was like, there was like a full line at the front counter. Everybody Aww. came from the front counter and was handing like paper hats and like those little paper trays. Yeah. And I'm like, okay guys, like you're just, I, Wait, I that's my food so funny. Pissed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. It's like, it's funny because you, you look sort of similar. Like we all look a little bit like we did when we were kids. But like, I could tell, like, I could tell you were going to be the hot one. That's really funny. I, I like have these like spidey senses about that. So, um, yeah, no, no problem. No problem. Who do you, who's like your, the guy you keep in touch with from, from the movie, probably the most, if anyone, Uh, 
probably that'd be Victor uh, who played uh, Timmy Timmons. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, he actually, he moved out here about, I would say like 13 years ago, 14 years ago. And we've been okay. hanging out ever since. And, you know, That's now cool. that the 25th anniversary came around 2018, me and the guys have been nonstop traveling and doing signings. And uh, Oh yeah. Weren't you just, were you just in Atlantic city with. No, some that of was the... classic rewind. I was yeah. in uh, Virginia for CS okay. day. Okay. So yeah, classic That's rewind cool. was like. Classic Rewind, I think, was like the Mighty Ducks and, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, some other 90s pop stars. So you won't be doing Classic Rewind? They do other, like, separate events like that? Or? Okay, next year. All right, cool. Next year, I mean, yeah. that's, like, really, I think that's, like, a, I don't know. If I was doing movies as a kid, this would be a no-brainer to me to show up. And, like, you have to show up for two hours, basically, right? Like, that's it. And then, isn't it, like... Uh -huh. Yeah, it's like so cool. I would definitely do that. Yeah. Now, um, now, what are you? So you? I'll be in Atlantic City this month, though. Oh, really? When? Uh, I'll be in Atlantic City the 29th through the 31st for the National, which is like one of the biggest sports shows in the United States. Oh, so, of July. Uh, okay. Yeah, this month. Yeah. So, okay, a big sports show. Okay, like, yeah. what, what do you what do you mean? I don't get what a sports show is. That to me, that's like two conflicting words. <laughs> Yeah, so like I do all the one I just came from in uh, Virginia. That was a sports show. So like basically, it's like a bunch of like uh, big sports football players, baseball players, basketball players, and we're kind of paired in there because obviously Sam wants a baseball movie. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you know, I go there and uh, I get to meet all these big you know sports stars who, who. It's crazy because a lot of these baseball players are like, dude, I would not have been even here. If it wasn't for the yeah. Sandlot, that's so, uh, you know, so fun. Yeah, for the Sandlot. Party. So cool. So. Wow. <laughs> so do you guys all party together at night? Like after the, after the, the is that how it works? You like go to fun dinners and like, okay, I love oh, yeah. that for you. Are you, are you <laughs> yeah, married? We, all, we definitely party. At You're not married, are you? Nah, I'm not married. No. Do you have like illegitimate children somewhere? Um, uh, <laughs> Not that I know of. But. Okay, cool, cool, cool. No, I asked that because I knew the answer. I wouldn't say that if I, if I, yeah, I thought you had, yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, that's awesome. So this is so fun. You, you don't seem to be doing a lot of acting anymore. I was looking at your IMDb. I see that you do it every once in a while, but you seem to be more into um, sports and, you know, just not, you kind of just, yeah, dropped acting. Um, I still do stuff. I mean, on IMDb, they don't show commercials and that's what I've done the most of. Oh, so like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Like I've got, I've got a commercial, an old spice commercial. That's really big called executive spray tan parties. I shot with the old spice guys and Mustafa. Yeah. Uh, the black guy that sits on a horse and goes, I'm on a horse. Uh, I shot <laughs> yes. a commercial with him that I'm a star of. I did, uh, I did one with Chelsea Handler, a seven up commercial. Oh, cool. Um, I do a lot of commercials, man. So that, I mean, oh, show okay. That on IMDb. Yeah, that's so yeah. interesting. So that is like your jam now is is mainly commercials. That's really cool. Commercials and like little shows here and there. You know? Yeah, yeah, but you seem like very content yeah. and um and like you still have like such a huge following, which is cool. Where it's like you can obviously live your life, but you are still very recognizable. So I feel like you have a really good uh like middle ground going. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, it's yeah yeah so yeah yeah <laughs> sorry that was really dumb of me um no do you do you feel like uh you would have changed anything in your childhood like would you have I don't know 
anything after the movie that you would have changed? Um, <clears throat> I mean, I mean, my career kind of stopped when I was 17 because mm -hmm. I acted after Sandlot, I guest starred on like one hit show after another. Yeah. And uh, when I was 17, I got in a 60 mile an hour head on collision. I broke both my legs. I had to relearn to walk again. Wow. I, uh, after that, I quit acting because I was just burnt out. Yeah. I was, you know, driving. I still lived out kind of in this area, mm -hmm. but I lived even further out. So it was like 60 miles one way just to get to Hollywood to audition. And that's after like going to school all day. And yeah. then I would have to come yeah. home every night, yeah. do my homework, and then do it all again the next day. And I just got burnt out. Mm -hmm. I fell asleep at the wheel. My car went over a two-lane road. And I hit another That's car. what happened to you? You fell asleep? Yeah. Oh, you poor thing. How long are you in the hospital for? Uh, I was in the hospital for like about three months. And so my legs had atrophied. So they were like stick leg, like skeleton legs. So like, <gasps> I mean, just oh walking was gosh. like hard because if you don't use your legs, you know, your legs atrophy. You're, and you're like, you're a big boy. That's like thinking of you having stick lugs is very scary. That's, that's yeah. so scary. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I wasn't yeah. then. I was like, that's when I was about 17 is when that happened. And, and uh, you know, my 18, 19, 20 years was rehabilitation, you know? And that's insane. so when I was doing that, I was doing a lot of physical therapy. It was, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, um, they were teaching me about weights and this and that, and I didn't know about any of this stuff because I never lifted weights. Before. Right, right, right. So I just got into it and I liked doing it. And they started teaching me about like diets and stuff like that. So I got into like working out, and I've just been doing right. it now for like almost twenty years. So you didn't really start working out and be, like getting into fitness until after your accident. Okay, I didn't know that. So you had a like so your build before the accident was. And people, obviously you're listening, but I think your Instagram is at Marty York. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Marty, uh, at Marty underscore York. Okay. At Marty. Yeah. So they need to, if, if you haven't seen Marty in a while, you need to go on right now and see that he is not like this skinny. Yeah. Yeah. He is like literally the opposite of that. So I'm just picturing you. Yeah. Like having this transformation. And now, um, did you, so like, did you get into any trouble? Cause I feel like you were kind of like, I mean, I knew you got into an accident. I didn't know the details and it's interesting. I kind of like assumed that maybe it was, you know, drug related or something only because you're a child's actor. So it's like not, I mean, I, I I'm like very open about sharing. That's what I thought now I know. So I'm glad, but did yeah. you, um, yeah. Did you get into any trouble before that because of sort of like, you know, the, the popularity that you had? by any trouble, what do you mean? Like, was I ever arrested or something? I don't know. I mean, how do you define trouble? <laughs> like what? I don't know. I, honestly, like, because I think it's like, there's degrees of it, you know, like we've had a couple child stars on this podcast and like Natanya Ross, for example, said she, you know, got really into heroin. So, and that wasn't ideal for her because she just didn't know how to, she never had a normal childhood after she, you know, did these films that she got really popular. So it's like, it's, it's, you know, she coped that way. Yeah. I mean, you know, there, there were times in my early part of my life, like, you know, when I was probably in my early twenties where, uh, coping with life was, I mean, there, there were things that happened like that. I wasn't used to like, you know, getting yeah. in bad relationships and, you know, uh, yeah. just being harassed by paparazzi, especially like years and years. I mean, mm -hmm. there's like, yeah there's stuff out me on out 
out on there of me that you know <laughs> I don't know how to explain it yeah. uh, oh, it's there's okay. like there's stuff on me you know there, there, there's stuff and I did get into trouble in, in my earlier years and mm-hmm. you know it was on TMZ a couple times for stuff but uh, oh but they love that, you know, that they, they, they live for that they live for that and they exaggerate it I feel like I don't know I feel like you're nothing until you've been on TMZ <laughs> so there yeah, you go I mean, I, I like, just, like that stuff's in my past and it's like, it's just something, you know, I'll never go back to again. And yeah, um, that's cool. In, you know, so bad relationships and stuff, but you know, yeah, that no. to people that my stuff is televised or publicized or whatever. Yeah. That's what happens when you're in the public eye, right? Like it just, it becomes this whole thing. And, and it's interesting because it's like the internet. It's so unforgiving. Sometimes I always think about this, right? It's just the most unforgiving yeah, thing. I mean, it's like if Robert Downey Jr. came on your show and you were like, or even was like walking around in public and people were still asking about drugs. It's like, mm-hmm. dude, that's shit's in my past. Like, yeah, I don't do yeah. that anymore. You know? Yeah, exactly. I don't mess with that and, no, you know. it's really, it's funny. It's really interesting because I worked in, or I guess I still work in, but not full time, but I worked in radio for, you know, I, I was working full time at the station and a lot of men at the station they are, you know, prominent New Yorkers who have gotten into some trouble. And, you know, when I met them, they're like, oh, don't Google me. And I'm like, honey, I live here. Like, it's not like a seat. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not saying I believe whatever the post New York Post said about you 10 years ago, but that that's done. Like, you know what I mean? You don't have to, it's, it's like I said, the internet is just very unforgiving. Um, but no, I love seeing that you're doing so well, like with life and, and I love following you. I love just like seeing all your posts and stuff. And you're so nice. Like, it's just, it's so lovely that you're so nice. Um, now this, this podcast, like I said, it's all about millennials. It's all about boy bands and Britney and just like back in the day, uh, early two thousands. So who is your favorite artist in the early two thousands? Um, and don't say, don't say nickel, two- Nickelback. Don't say Nickelback. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, not Nickelback. Um, I mean, in the early two, oh, the early 2000s. I mean, mm. like in the 1990s, I was like all about like Nirvana and Soundgarden. Yeah. Love Soundgarden that. still to this day is like one of my favorite bands. Okay. Um, as far as like hip hop goes, I've always been in the West Coast, like Dre, Snoop, mm-hmm. you know, Eminem. Uh, yeah. Not technically West Coast, but since he rolls with Dre. Yeah. Ipsy Hustle. Uh just all all the all you know, West Coast rappers and that's cool. Did you okay, did you if you had to pick a favorite boy band, what would it be? Favorite boy band? Yeah, if you had to pick if I'm forcing you, which I am. Probably the band that I'm in. (laughs) Wait, I didn't know you were in a band. Oh god. (laughs) Wait, you're not actually you're you're yeah, no. No. Okay, okay. I don't know if I have a favorite boy band. Well, no, but I'm forcing you. It should be 98 degrees. That's who it should be. I've never, I don't listen to that. I'm not, obviously I know that. Um, no, but, but no, my co-host Jeff, obviously it was lead singer in 98 degrees. So he, um, we, I give him a lot of shit. He's a really good sport. So we've had a lot of different boy band members on the show. We had Chris Kirkpatrick last week. So I had all the fans like turn up and ask all these questions that I was very embarrassed to ask, but I did it anyway. So um, now, is there anything that you want to plug or anything about yourself or anything coming up that we can see you doing or whatever? Yeah. Like if you, <clears throat> you want to know about my, more about my story, the, uh, mm-hmm. you know, car accident, everything I just told you about. Um, yeah. I actually shot a documentary the end of last year called, um, behind beyond the role. Yeah. Yeah. It came wow. out on Peacock. 
and uh, oh, it got wow. really good ratings. It's really good. It's on my Instagram, Marty underscore York. Okay. And then uh, click on my bio and uh, you can check that out. Okay. And um, yeah, just catch me and the guys. Uh, if you're interested in coming to signings with me and the guys, uh, as I said, go to my Instagram. I always post what signings we're doing. Next up, okay. we're going to do the National, which will be at the end of July. That's going to be in Atlantic City, uh, the 29th okay. through the 31st. Mm. So uh, if you want to come see me and the boys, almost all of us will be there, except for the Get out of here. Really? Almost yeah. all of you guys? Yeah, all of us, except for Benny. So. Oh, yeah. What happened to him? Uh, he just, like, has a different life now. He's a firefighter, and he's a... Uh, he never really wanted to be in it. I visited him in 2019 at the fire station and I talked yeah. to him for a couple hours. And, you know, he oh. just chose a different life. And he wants to, you know, stay to the firefighting. And I think his brother more got him into acting. His brother played him at the end of Sandlot. His brother was uh, the older Benny the Jet. At the yeah, end of the yeah. Fun fact. So. Uh, oh, wait. So he yeah. doesn't even want to go to like, he just really is like over it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure he's he, thankful. I'm sure he's thankful. I just mean he like he's me not. He loves yeah. all of us, but it's just yeah. like being back in the public eye is not something he wants to do. Like he won't even go out in public and take pictures. He just doesn't want to be in the public eye. So, all right. Well, you gotta, you gotta do. I mean, sorry. It's like <laughs> <laughs> he did say that because we did Dodger Stadium for the 25th, yeah. and he didn't know about it. He did say that like he's like, oh, if I would have known you guys were doing that, I would have got, I would have done that. Well, what, I mean, you can't, that's not cool. You can't pick and choose. Like you have to just do it. Like people would have been awesome. Because, you know, yeah. And then all of us would have been there. Oh my that's gosh. Classic Sandlot right there. Wait, that's so awesome. Oh my gosh. Wait, maybe I'm going to come to Atlantic city. Use it as an excuse to come so I can see all of you guys. That will be so fun. Okay. Yeah. I feel you, like, you, I feel like I'm doing it. To Atlantic city? Yeah. I'm in Manhattan. I mean, it's not, so oh. I have, I have a, I'm very partial to Atlantic city. So I do like to gamble a little bit. I like to just go hang out there. And I mean, it's, you know, it's trash, right? You know that I'm sure you've been there. It's like, and I, a lot of my friends still love it. So they probably would kill me for saying that, but like, it's, it needs work. It's like not, but that's, what's so great about it. Like it's grimy. So you can like, just, I don't know. <laughs> um, you could just be like gross and it's just fun, you know, like walking yeah. around with open containers and like, just, I don't know, you get it. Hello? So yeah, yeah. Um, did I freeze? Cause you froze. Okay. I'm pretty sure you froze. So, uh, Marty, I will let you go on this. Millennials, he froze. Uh, and, oh, there you are. You're back. <laughs> that was me. Yeah, that was, it was like, weird. Oh, that you was... cut out. Okay, that was me. It no, froze I... on your face. I was like, Lauren, are you there? Well, you know what? <laughs> then I was like, wait, I think I just scared him because I just said uh, AC was grimy and I was, didn't really describe why it's grimy. <laughs> I was oh, like, no. no. no, no. I would <laughs> okay, okay. Don't worry about that. <laughs> okay, good. Because last time I was there, we, we had like a, my friend throws this party called a New Year's Eve Eve party, which is like, because we just don't like to go out on New Year's Eve. So we do the day before and we like actually rent a house and like a party bus to take us to all. The, it's so fun. Like, cause it's just a disaster. Wow. It's a disaster. It's like, no one's judging you. You're in Jersey. So it's like, whatever. Yeah. I'm <laughs> sure anyway. me and the boys would love to do it. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. Then we, yes, I will talk to you offline. Um, all right, guys. So you heard Marty York. If you want to follow him, it's Marty underscore York on Instagram. And honestly, I cannot wait to check out your documentary. I did not know this existed. So I am so happy that we can bring awareness to everybody about this. So thank you so much. Thanks guys. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. And welcome back to Millennials Revealed. I hope everybody enjoyed the Marty York uh, interview as much as I did. Okay, so for today, that's it. Lauren, I appreciate yes. it. Great job with yes, the Yes, sorry, guys. We're, we're shortening it up today because I went on too long with Marty. I was flirting with him. He was too gorgeous for me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. So we're going we're gonna to shorten it up today. We'll be back next week with some really fun games. I have a really fun idea for Jeff. I'm not going to tell him. It's going to be awesome. Um, but yes, you guys know what to do. Tell your friends, follow, subscribe, give us a rating. Um, we will have another guest that's just as awesome as Marty next week. Probably um, better for you guys because I'm pretty sure he'll be in a boy band. So um, Jeff, I will see. see you next week. Thank you. See you guys. i